Welcome to Shoalhaven Youth Local, a show where we focus on everything local in Shoalhaven. From current events and community groups, to local history and the best places to be, and even our favourite local personalities. We've got you covered. So if you ever wanted to know son, where to go or where to volunteer even, from a youth perspective, then listen in. You might be surprised by what's just outside your front door. Shoalhaven Youth Local would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of you and country, the land on which this podcast is recorded, and pay our respects to elders past and present. Welcome to a daily dose of local and national happenings. And what's making waves out there with today's... Hot Topic. Hey guys, and for this week's Hot Topic, we're going to be talking about hairstyles. So we're going to start off with the good old mullet. Harley, what's your thoughts on a mullet? Absolutely horrible. They do not look good on anybody. They're just, they're so bad. Every time I see one of the, like, the kid with a mullet, you just you just know that he's, like, a kid that doesn't do any work and he thinks that he's too cool for work and it's like he's going to grow up to be, like, a builder or a football player or something. I mean, no, I'm not oh saying God. that that's yeah. bad, but it's just, like, the most redneck, like, Agreed. bogan thing. It's just... Sorry, well, Jamaica. It's not one of my favourite I agree topics. with Harley on this. Jamaica is the only one that likes mullets. No, I like some mullets, right? It, it, like it just depends mullets. on the person. Yeah, exactly. Some, no, some mullets suit people, some don't. Like the long with the short, like... Some people have um, curly mullets. I feel like curly mullets mm. suit a lot of people. Yeah. Especially if they've got, obviously, curly hair. <laughs> that, that'll help. But, yeah, curly mullets are all right, depending on the person. And mm. straight mullets are just, they all just look tacky and Yeah, bad. a lot of football players have them and they just look oh, yeah, like some, such a some weird people topping. Have, some footy players are like... Stop saying toppings, I swear to God. Cut, mute that Literally, out. Mute that so out. My sister's boyfriend currently has hair that is going towards a mullet and we've all been trying to convince him to get a haircut because he looks absolutely ridiculous with it. I am so... Sorry about this, Wait, but can it's you true. show us a picture? I'm not a fan. Can you of show mullets. us a picture of the mullet? And there we'll are um, there are a few footy players that have good mullets. I mm. like um Pappenhausen's mullet. He's he he suits his mullet so much. Just nobody and a few suits other, a mullet. Few other people. It's just so mm. bad. But there's no, a few people sorry, in AFL no. as well. So they suit their Alrighty. mullets. So we have mixed opinions on the mullet. Next up, we'll we'll talk about. The afro. So what does everyone think of the afro? <laughs> Afros, okay, some afros looked good. Like, if you look at photos from the mm. 80s, mm. so many guys yeah. did really well with the afros. Yeah. Yeah. And also, My wait, wait. dad had an afro at one point, I think. Well, I was going to say, the Jackson 5 men, they rocked all the mullets. Yeah. Michael, Jermaine, Tito. Do you mean, do you mean, do you mean afro? Yeah, oh, yeah they, all rocked them. they all rocked afros. Like, Jermaine, Michael... Tito, all of the Jackson 5 rock. I take back what I said before. Yeah. My dad didn't have an afro. He had long hair, which... No, God's dad. Oh, they have the long hair 80s haircut for men. Oh, <laughs> I feel it. like it, it suits certain people, yeah. and I don't mean to sound racist, but it just does not suit white guys. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Literally, Billy Dean, just, who played Lando, so absolutely rocked it. Billy Jean? Billy Dean. Oh, I thought you said Billy Jean. He... Rocked it. It looked amazing on him. The scarlet. 
the, oh, the downgrade no. from the mullet. Okay. The you you thought that the mullet couldn't get any worse. <laughs> now you have the skullet where it's Wait, just a okay, mullet okay. with those Let's no top Let's not forget the rat tail. I have, it's just so I have bad. an opinion on this one, all right? So... <laughs> I absolutely cannot stand scullets. They are just disgusting. Mm. Agreed. Oh. But, wait, so what's the one where, like, wait. it's all shaved wait. and then it's just, like, a square at the back, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So I know one Ooh. person who suits it's it. It's so horrible. It's um, Paulo from, Junior Paulo from the Eels. I only know him because Never I go him. for the Eels. But anyway, yeah, he suits it, I reckon. I'll say, one haircut that I think only suits old people is the, um, like, the haircut where there's no top, but there are all on the sides. <laughs> they don't do that on purpose. It's called a receding hairline. <laughs> I know, but it's good. It's good. On elderly people. People are trying to avoid getting that. And elderly people look good with it, I think. Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm Victoria, and this is this week's Blast from the Past, All Things Local History. This segment has been proudly supported by the Brains Trust of local historian Kathy Dunn. So this week's place is Molly McBeach. It's a perfect spot for surfers, swimmers and families and it's very handy to have the playground nearby. It has a small cafe and news agents as well as the golf club and beach hut, which is great places to go and eat. It's a perfect spot to relax and enjoy your day. It has a very nice walk near it. It's a great place to walk along and part of the beach is dog friendly. If you're staying in the area, then there are a few motels nearby. And a piece of history is that originally no one wanted to live there because the soil was bad, meaning that there couldn't be any farming. And there is a rumour that it was the dumping ground for night soil, a.k.a. poo. <laughs> and because no one wanted to live there, then they put the cemetery there, which, uh, classic dad joke, Everyone is dying to get into the centre of town. Also nearby is the basketball courts. And every Australia Day and fifth Saturday, there is the Molly Mook Markets on. There also used to be a tram line to Ulladulla from Molly Mook Beach when they used to do the silica mining. That's now disappeared and gone, and which is good because now we have the beautiful Molly Mook Beach that we have today. And if you're very lucky during certain months of the year, you'll be able to see whales going past and dolphins as well. Just a reminder for everyone to come to the Dern Lewis Centre on October 31st for the spooky Halloween party. It starts at 4.30pm. Adults are free. Kids are $5. There's a disco, there's a jumping castle, photo booth, games and best dress comp and so much more. So make sure you come along. Scroll through the streaming services, not knowing what to watch. Welcome to the nerdy sci-fi movie, guys. Two nerds with a plan. To make sure that you watch the greatest films of all time. Basically, Marvel or Star Wars. Well, could there be others, potentially? Nope. Okay, okay let's roll. Hey, guys, welcome back to the sci-fi movie, guys. And today we are reviewing the Lego Batman movie. So to start off, we're going to start off with the characters. Harley, you go first. Well, I thought they were all really good. Like, all of the character arcs, I think this movie had, like, a lot of heart and it was, like, it was very emotional. Mm, yeah. Because, like, 
I don't know, just like all the characters got an arc. Like even yeah. the villain of the movie, yeah, like the Joker the minor had villains. an arc. Even the minor villains. They yeah, had even like... those like minor villains where they were like getting pushed <clears throat> away by the Joker and they realised that they were like... They'll that be the manipulated. Bad and yeah, yeah, that he was just using them and that's why he sent them to prison. Yeah, I mean, that's why he calls them then, useless... Um, um, wait, what does he call them? Human farts. <laughs> That's what he yeah. calls them. And then how they, like, join the good guys in the end. And, yeah, I thought, like, the thing with <clears throat> Batman and, like, how he's, like, trying not to be alone and how he needs to, like, embrace his new family and stuff, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, The parts with Robin, like, made me pretty emotional. Like, I felt bad for him and, like, like in the story. Like, it makes you feel bad for him as well. And Michael Cera, like, really conveys his, like, emotion in the voice acting, which was really good in my opinion. And um, also Alfred, he was also, like, a really good character because, like, he was, like, a father figure to Batman, but, like, Batman hasn't realised how, like, valuable he yeah. was throughout his whole life. But then by the end like he, he hasn't realizes, appreciated their relationship. Yeah, but much. now by the end of the movie he has appreciated what Alfred has done for him, how he has been, like, the father in his life instead yeah. of, like, because his parents died. And Batman himself obviously has a really good arc about embracing family and change. Yeah, you know, the message of the story is that Michael Jackson quote, you know, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change, he he. Yeah, I thought that it was a really good message and it was really good. So on next, we're going to be talking about the storyline. Did it make sense? Was it clunky? Did it make you think? And was it surprising? I thought it was pretty good. I I thought it was really good. Um, Yeah, I liked liked the whole... um, like Joker, like going into the Phantom Zone and getting like all of the villains and stuff. I thought yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought the pop culture references there were good. Like you went yeah. like the Wicked Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz and yeah, Voldemort. and it kind of it makes you realize how much like classic villains they've got under their belt that they have the rights to that they can just use. Yeah, because they just had like so many iconic villains. And just they used the guy from Lord of the Rings as well. And yeah. like the yeah, they just used like, so Sauron. many characters. You know. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and like I liked how he was like the whole plot there, where he was like trying to get arrested, and how Batman couldn't see through the plan because he was just obsessed with like proving that he wasn't his arch nemesis. So like sending him to the Phantom Zone, I I thought that was yeah. like I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was well done how like they showed how Batman fell for Joker's plan. Also, yeah. I found the glowing brick. I thought the glowing brick was really funny. <laughs> she was funny as so. hell. Yeah. Like, I love the jokes where she's like, welcome to the fam, so mad guy. And it was pretty funny. And, like, yeah, I agree. The story was pretty good. It didn't have that many, it didn't have many plot holes at all. And um, yeah. it made sense and it was well done and well executed in the, like, throughout the movie. And uh, everything just fits. So, yeah, I think the story was really good as well. Um, funniest joke in the movie. I would have to go with, honestly, you go first. I couldn't decide. I spent a while doing it, but I just think that that's, like, the movie's main, like, best part. The jokes are just all yeah. so good. Wait. I just couldn't Oh, pick. I have my pick there now. There was just too many, like, really awesome jokes. Yeah, that, just, it was hilarious. Like, the movie's just got One of the funniest movie experiences I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, but really the, joke I, the joke I picked for, like, which one was funniest, I'll have to go with... Um, when, like, Batman is explaining, like, the rules and the house and all that to Robin, and he's like, um, Robin's like, what's Batman's policy on cookies? And then Batman just shows two cookies and goes, unlimited. 
<laughs> that made me laugh, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. Because everybody loves cookies. Alrighty. So overall, how many rubber chickens would you give this movie and why? I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I'm also going to give it a 9 out of 10. <gasps> no I way. I think it's, I think it's a really good... I think it's just such a good movie. Yeah. And it's, 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 really, it's really fun. The action is good. It's and unique. The, the jokes are really hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Um, voice acting was awesome. A lot of great characters. Um, so the Lego animation yeah, that point, can I quickly jump in with the did you know thing? The uh, girl no. that played Catwoman actually reprised her role because um, Catwoman is Celine Kyle, and she reprised her role um, as Catwoman in the Batman. Oh really? Um, last Wait, year. Zoe Saldana? Oh yeah, yeah, Zoe Saldana. She's oh that's Wait, that what? Wait, Zoe she... Kravitz? You mean? Oh Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Wait, yeah. dang it, Zoe okay. Kravitz. She, so she was second, Catwoman, aka Celine Kyle, in, in both Lego Batman That's 2017. Crazy. I never thought about that. And then in that. 2022, she played Celine Kyle again in the Batman, and that oh. one was a live action one. Wow, two goaded movies and two awesome performances. Yeah, her role. Yeah. I appreciate. I've heard it's That's really awesome. Like it's seven point eight on. And she IMDb. was really good in the Batman as well. I know you hate the Batman, but like you got to admit, she was pretty good. Like it's got That's a high rating on IMDb, so I mean, her performance yeah. must have been really great. Oh wait, wait. All right, so that's where we'll end off this sci-fi movie guys uh, segment. I really hope you have an awesome, incredible day. Love you all. Bye. My name's Paula. I'm from the RSPCA Shoalhaven branch, and you're listening to Shoalhaven Youth Local. It's touchdown. With co-hosts Bailey and Jamaica. And we will be covering all the local sports. Everything from scores to how to get involved. Listen in if you want to know what's going on around the town in every season of the year. Hi and welcome back to Touchdown. So today Bailey isn't here so the rest of the team is going to be jumping in and like sharing their opinions on different things. Um, So today we're going to be talking about scary sports. Oh, yeah, because of Halloween that's coming up. So some of them are, like, actually, like, really dangerous and some of them are just scary. Some of the ones that I saw when you were doing your research just made me wonder what on earth is going on inside those people's heads. Honestly, I... um, So we'll start off with cliff diving. So cliff diving is obviously literally how it sounds. You dive off cliffs. Some of the cliffs are, like... 25 metres high and just, like, above that, actually. Like, from 25 metres high, I think it is. Um, and, yeah, that would just be scary, diving into water. I've got to admit, I can see where they get it from, like, the professional divers. And, I mean, if you're a professional diver doing it, then they would know how to yeah, be yeah. safe. But some other people, I'm just like, why? What is going on inside their heads? Because... Not everybody Honestly. knows just how deep the water is going to be under there or if there's going to be rocks at the bottom. Yeah. Like, you definitely got to check before you dive off something. Next one is called slacklining. It's where you walk across, like, between two mountains on, like, a type rope that's five centimetres thick. So it is very, one, scary and two, like, dangerous I personally would never, ever do that. I do not think I have the balance or the guts to do that. What are you, your thoughts? That does not sound dangerous at all. It what do you mean? On like because they would not just let you do that, like, free range. They're going to have you clipped into something. So if you fall... No. 
Then how do harnesses. people just like? I am not happen? sure. Like honestly, like he doesn't give him literally. The the, <laughs> have you guys seen Horrible Histories? Yes. You know the segment that they have on the show called Stupid Death? Yes, I love Their Stupid Death. Their theme song from that is just going through my head, being like <laughs> Stupid Death, Stupid Death. <laughs> um, the next one we got is bull running. So you literally runners from all around the world come. It's in Spain. They start running, obviously, and then six bulls come after them and they got to try beat the bulls. It's like an 800-metre, sp- I guess you could call it a sprint. Is it a sprint? I don't know. Anyway, it's like they have to run for at least 800 metres and try and beat the bulls. And is that dangerous? Like 15 people in past 100 years have been killed from it because, like, the the bulls have got horns. They're not just bulls without horns. They're like, it's it's dangerous. Um, so the next one is extreme kayaking. It sounds pretty much what it is again. It's, ex- like, it's crazy. Um, it's kayaking through, like, ridiculous rapids and down massive slopes with rapids and, yeah, it just sounds gnarly. I've seen them do this along with whitewater rafting at yeah. Penrith. Whitewater rafting is fun. At the whitewater rafting centre. So that's controlled and it's man-made so it doesn't have the rocks and stuff. But if you're doing this, like, um, and if you get caught upside down in the like in an actual kayak, river and stuff, like you could get seriously hurt. Yeah, like, and if why you caught, get caught upside down? It's so hard to flip it back over. Yeah, so you can have like, to drown flip the kayak. I've heard of so many people like ha- that happening to them, like when they're yeah. in kayaks because they're sealed in, and they can't flip themselves back over, and they're going down rapids. Speaking of like kayaks, what's the difference between a kayak and a canoe? Canoe. Canoes more than one person. Kayaks one person. So like yeah, but which one has a cover, and which one doesn't? What do you mean? Like so kayaks. the ones where it doesn't have the cover of your legs. I mean, that's. I mean, like you can have both. But yeah. Because like we so have. For this kayaking, it's like your legs are sealed, like everything's sealed, like yeah. you've got like a cover around your waist so and stuff. I've so I've no done kayaking in like one that doesn't have the leg cover, and I mean, um, once in Vanuatu, I got caught in a rip and had to. Flip, but I was lucky because like didn't have the cover, so I was able to get out. Yeah, it's just like you can imagine just how dangerous that extreme yeah. kayak. And then can like be. obviously you'd be stressed and underwater, can't mm. breathe obviously because you're underwater, and like just trying to flip it back over. Yeah. yeah, even professionals die from it. Yeah, I was lucky that I was at a resort and stuff, and like there were other people that came to help. And then Scary. the last one is wingsuit base jumping. It's jumping off cliffs. With, um, like, literally just the wingsuit, so you look like a stupid sugar glider. Dust, stupid dust. Um, and so since 1981, over 400 people have died from doing it. And the death rate of this ridiculous sport is um, one per 500 people. That is just ridiculous. Who would honestly want to do it? Who in <laughs> like, their, Yeah, I agree. Who in their right mind? Honestly, wait. Like, so wait. So what does that mean? Does that mean that like so every one, every one in five hundred people, people die? Oh damn! So mm-hmm. if you take it up as a sport, you're pretty much doomed, eh? It's just yeah. Ridiculous. Let's maybe stick to something safer, like zorbing. Honestly, like anything, it's just crazy. Like, why would you actually want to do it? Oh, any little thing. Like, if you can't steer it properly, you run into a cliff, you die. If you Got like a hole or your parachute doesn't work. Like you just it's so silly. 
Yep, so now we're going to play sport, not a sport. And just so you guys know, we pre-recorded this last week, so it actually does have Bailey in it. Um, um Now, this is another dumb one. Chess, how can you call <laughs> is chess sitting, sport? sitting at a board? Moving sure, boxing your, chess your might qu- be, but not chess. Your queens and your rooks and whatever <laughs> around a, a board. <laughs> and you call that a sport? Oh, Lord. That, that's oh. a joke. That's more of a mental sport. So it's like thing. a mental sport. <laughs> that's what people are classifying as a sport. I don't know what's wrong it's, with people. Yeah, it's a mental, but you call that, that's not physically exerting. It is not so. a sport. That's ridiculous. It's like playing a board game. Now, this is definitely playing not a sport. Playing Pictionary is not a sport. Yeah. Why should chess be a sport? <laughs> Archery. Now, this is definitely not a sport because you're standing there, there's a bullseye thing. I don't need to get your, you get your feet out. Like, you get your bow out with the arrow and then you just fling it. And you stand there and fling it. No, I mean, like, it's sort of like hunting as well. I've like done it's archery ar- and hunting. They're, like, sort I've, of all in the same category. I've done archery before, but it's fun. I would never, ever, ever come close to calling it a sport. Yeah. Now, we've. this is one of the most ridiculous things anyone's ever seen. Hobby horsing. It's where people oh, yeah. gallop around <laughs> on a fake horse. Oh, like the horse on the stick. You know, like if you've ever been a child and you're like, <laughs> you're like riding a broom around like a horse, there's actually apparently an f- official sport now called hobby horse riding. They literally, it's a pole with a horse head and they like do dressage and like jumping and everything. It is. The weirdest thing they, I've ever seen. They oh my have gosh. a championship Literally. for it. And if you call, that is one of the most embarrassing things you could ever do it for is yourself so is bad. hop around on a fake horse. <laughs> now, diving. Now, we had three things on the fence diving. Of I... It, I, yes, it's physically exerting and it does take a lot of training if you're a professional, but. Diving, just jumping up and down on a springboard and doing a few flips no, to me is I, not... No, I feel like um, like the Olympic divers, the professional people who dive from like the really, really high ones, I think that's a sport, I reckon. Or it's on the verge of a sport because it also requires a lot of strength and training and skill to get up to that <laughs> the level. But, yeah, I'm also on the fence for that. We've already covered dancing. That oh, was on now, the... now for the most controversial one of oh, them yeah. all, horse riding. No, not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can tell me how much this is going to offend equestrian riders, but I don't care, honestly. You sit on a horse. Well, I bet on horses. Well, I get my dad to bet, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bailey person... the secrets. The person sits on the horse... And just whips at it to make it speed up and then they get themselves over the line and then the person wins the money and the horse has done all the work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But it also it does require a lot of, like, ab muscles, like, and... Oh, yeah, but that's about but that, it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And, like, your legs, no, sort of, as no, well. No, we're going to cut you out. Um, anyways... Um, I just want to say, um, no, horse riding's not a sport and no one can tell me otherwise. So just a side note, uh, Melbourne Cup is coming up. So for all those horse lovers and people who, I guess, like watching horse races, um, it's coming up. So, yeah, that's it for Touchdown for this week. Thank you. So that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to our show. 
Shoalhaven Youth Local is a show dedicated to sharing local info about the Shoalhaven. From a youth perspective. If you want any information from the show, you can find it in our show notes at our podcast, Shoalhaven Youth Local. And don't forget to subscribe and share the show with all your favourite locals. Shoalhaven Youth Local is made possible with funding from the New South Wales Office of Communities and Justice. Catch you next time!